Some people prefer the calm before the storm. They prefer silence. It helps them think more clearly. I, however, am not one of these people. I like the storm. I prefer to be surrounded by chaos. That's why I do my best work. That's why the Royal Rumble is my match. Thirty men enter, each man for himself. Bodies flying over the top rope, hitting the floor. Friends turning into enemies. All for the opportunity to win the most coveted prize in the WWE. I will win the Royal Rumble for the third time. And I will main event WrestleMania. What to do everybody, it's your boy Conrad for In The Field with Tay and Rad. Um, I got my buddy with me, his name's Jonathan. We're at church right now and he wants to talk about the Jaguars, man. Uh, Duval, stand up, go ahead and hit the stunt button. Ow. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing very well, Conrad. How about yourself? I'm great, I'm great, man. I'm glad that you're on the show with me right now, man. So tell me, what is your prediction for the game? Uh, is it Sunday or? It's Sunday. Game Sunday, man. You're in Foxborough. The team's going to be there, man. That defense is amazing right now. Yes, it is. Yeah, they're going against Tom Terrific, man. So what's what's your thoughts right now, man? We've only had one breakdown, and I believe that was against San Francisco. I mean, unless we have another breakdown, I believe uh, if we can play our best on defense, I, be, I believe we can have we can do very well. And the key here is to get to Tom Brady, um, like uh, all the other teams have, like like the Dolphins and the Chiefs did. And on offense, you got to keep it simple. Like, you got to be able to hit your receivers downfield like Bortles has. And the key is don't turn the ball over. And if, you, and if you're getting pressure, um, if the Patriots are getting pressure on him, to just throw the ball out of bounds. I mean, you don't want to risk a turnover here. Okay, again, you're in the field with Conrad and, or, and Tay. Now, now the question is, and, and, and with, for y'all who don't know who Jonathan is, he, he looks up stats. He can tell you who's going to be the next next uh, recruit, high-level high recruit. This guy, he's on it all the time. You know, this is who I get most of my, my, my info from. So, again, like, now now it's, the, it's, it's a battle with the defensive lines and uh, against that offensive line of, of the Patriots. Now, you're saying that the defensive line for the Jacks can get back there, and, the, and I guess the front seven itself, like, do you think, do you think that that's going to slow Tom down, is going to like, disrupt Tom in some type of way? Well, also the key is to um, cover, um, find a way to cover uh, Rob Gronkowski. Um, well, it, how difficult is that? That That is, I've found that that's very difficult, especially other teams have had a difficult task of doing that. Um, I don't know if Jalen Ramsey could do it. Um, he's been able to cover other receivers. Um, but would you put Boye on him, or what would uh, you do? Would you leave? Would you leave Jalen to to cover Ron Krakowski while Boye takes the care of Cook? 
I, w- I would give Ramsey a shot um, on Gronkowski, and if it doesn't work, I'd switch him over. Uh, now y'all do have Barry Church back there. Um, now you know you, you don't you don't hear much about him, but when he shows up, he shows up. Yes, he does, and he's had a couple of picks in uh, some of the ball games that we've played, and um, he's done very good for us. He's been a, he's been doing a great job, and I'm very proud of him. Okay. Well, look, man, thank you for being on my show, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, uh, he has a station now. Just look up Jonathan. He's going to he's going to give his piece when he can. This is your boy Conrad. I'm in the field with Tay and Conrad. I'm out. Oh, going for the glorious duty. Tay, Jinder Mahal, able to counter. And Bobby Roode trying to outpower Mahal. Mahal nearly had him. Oh, and both men are down. Daniel Bryan clapping on appreciation for these two competitors willing to leave it all on the line. Let's take one more look at this hellacious collision. Both Rude and Jinder with the same idea, desperation, clotheslines, and we're back at even. And the elbow there right to the jaw of Bobby Rude. Both these men fighting off. Oh, oh and a spinebuster. How in the world did Rude pull that off? Divine intervention right now because no human being can deliver a spine buster like that after the beating Bobby's taken. Did Bobby Roode do it? Can he seal this match? Oh, no. Wait a minute. Oh, Jinder! 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 Check out! Oh, and Mahal right back to the Oh, Colossus is coming. Be it. Getting put away Bobby Roode here. No, no. Wait a minute, Roode! Glorious DDT! He did it! Cover! Bobby Roode! United States Champion! Here is your winner and the new United States Champion, the glorious Bobby Roode! What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Damo. Your WWE correspondent for Trackstar Sports coming at you once again with the Outsider's Edge, bringing you the latest and greatest in the WWE, the great, wonderful world of world wrestling entertainment. So that uh, you've heard uh, two clips uh, so far. That first clip uh, is uh, Randy Orton's promo for the Royal Rumble because uh, in two weeks. The road to WrestleMania will start at the Royal Rumble. Randy Orton is going to be a participant. Definitely uh, one of the guys favored to possibly win. This would be his third Royal Rumble. Then secondly, the uh, other clip you just heard was from uh, SmackDown Live on Tuesday night. Uh, As uh, most of you know. Dolph Ziggler uh, at Clash of Champions won the United States title. Then two nights later at SmackDown Live, he vacated the United States title. So uh, General Manager uh, Daniel Bryan initiated a a, uh, tournament for the title, which uh, the tournament was supposed to end next week with a match between 
uh, Bobby Roode and Jinder Mahal, both of them winning their semifinal matches to get to the finals match for the United for the United States title. Uh, but instead, uh, Daniel Bryant made an executive decision to have that match last night. So Jinder Mahal and Bobby Roode both wrestled twice uh, last night. They both wrestled their semifinal matches to qualify for the finals and then the, the final match for the title in which Bobby Roode beats Jinder Mahal to become the United States champion. So congratulations to Bobby Roode. Shout out to him. Jinder <clears throat> um, Mahal defeated uh, Xavier Woods to face Bobby Roode and then Bobby Roode uh, uh, defeated Mojo Raleigh. Uh, to end up facing Jinder Mahal and I have to say as a sidebar I'm kind of having some favor for Mojo Raleigh because I did not know he was from the DMV I, he's not really a wrestler I pay much attention to but um and Bobby Roode has, has been a guy that's really been growing on me lately so thanks to Bobby Roode I paid attention to Mojo Raleigh <clears> or <throat> Mojo Raleigh, rather not Riley, but um, I noticed that his ring attire, the colors caught my attention, cause I was like, I see black and gold, but then I also see red and white, which are all the colors in the Maryland state flag, my home state. So then I noticed that uh, the uh, forearm sleeve he was wearing was the uh, Maryland state flag. So I was like, oh, I get the color scheme now. The shorts have the black and yellow. And it looks like uh, it's not a stripe, but it looks like he has like the Maryland State flag designed down the side of his shorts. But then, like I said, I noticed the forearm sleeve is the Maryland State flag. I was like, oh, he's from this area. And uh, when I Googled him, he's actually from Virginia. So either way, he's wearing a Maryland State flag. I was like, oh. But I still kind of don't want you to win because I like Bobby Roode better than I like you. <laughs> but um, and I've said this before, Bobby Roode to me is like uh, somewhat of a take of uh, Ravishing Rick Roode. Just some of the, uh, the apparel and the persona just reminds me of Ravishing Rick Roode with the, the big majestic robes and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, congrats to Bobby Roode, our new United States heavyweight champion <clears throat> on Smackdown Live. So, this is your first segment of The Outsider's Edge with your boy Damo. Stay tuned. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Damo once again with The Outsider's Edge. Here on Trackstar Sports on Anchor.fm. So, <clears throat> uh, the next topic I want to discuss uh, real quick is the uh, uh, the mixed match challenge um, on Facebook Watch. Um, if you don't know, um, and basically, I think this is just another way for the WWE to um, take it up a notch and engage the fans on another level. Um, they're doing a mixed 
a mixed tag match tournament um, over the next uh, several weeks and the winner of the mixed tag match will uh, have um, I forgot the amount of money but there'll be an amount of money donated to whatever uh, charity of that team's choice so each team has a charity whoever wins gets the money donated to their charity um, and it's a uh, uh, co-ed um, is that money using the term right <laughs> I don't know uh, <laughs> uh, you know it's, um, the teams are male and female so uh there's been a uh, number of superstars uh, that have been selected and have been teamed up to face off against each other in these mixed matches. Um, so we have the first round of matches uh, on Facebook Watch uh, Tuesday night. So this happens after uh, after SmackDown. So it's not on the WWE Network. It's not on USA. Uh, you have to go on Facebook. They have a... Uh, they have a uh, mixed match challenge Facebook page for the WWE. Um, if you look that up, um, you'll find it very easily on uh, Facebook if you uh, search for it. Um, and they'll broadcast the matches live there. And then, of course, you can always go back and watch it after the fact. That's what I did. I didn't watch it live. Um, I went back and watched it later. Um, but the first round of matches... Um, well, the first match uh, in this tournament was uh, the team of Sasha Banks and Finn Balor versus Natalia and Shinsuke Nakamura. Sasha Banks and Finn Balor went on to beat Natalia and Shinsuke. Uh, the next match will be uh, Big E and Carmella versus The Miz. And Oscar, I'm really excited to see that one because I've quickly become a, an Oscar fan. I was not familiar with her before she came to Monday Night Raw, and since she's been there, she's been wrecking shop. I love Oscar, big Oscar fan, so I'm looking forward to that match. Um, I have another topic on her uh, coming up, but um, so yeah, if you if you haven't heard or not familiar with, make sure you tune in. Um, uh, it's not a long broadcast. It's literally one match. Um, so the, uh, I think the first broadcast was just a little over 20 minutes. And that's with all the, you know, the usual hoopla in a segment of a match. You know, you got your introductions. And being that these are all solo wrestlers, everybody has their own intro music. So everybody's got to come in and do their intro. Yada, yada, yada. All that hoopla. And then the match itself is literally like about 10 minutes. <laughs> so, um, and then they do a lot of extra just celebratory stuff after the match is over. So literally about 10 minutes, but make sure you tune in. Um, they're going to be doing these every Tuesday at 10 o'clock Eastern time on Facebook watch. So just go on Facebook again, look for the WWE Mixed match challenge, Facebook page, and you'll be able to see the videos, uh, live there or go back and watch. Uh, watch them later on demand so make sure you tune in for that this is your boy demo with the outsider's edge trackstar sports stay tuned all right so we're back again with the outsider's edge this is your boy demo 
and Track Star Sports. So, um, the last segment um, brought up the uh, Mixed Match Challenge um, that they're doing on Facebook Watch. Uh, the upcoming match, the first match was uh, Sasha Banks and Finn Balor versus Natalia and Shinsuke Nakamura. Sasha Banks and Finn Balor will win that match. Next week's match will be Big E and Carmella versus The Miz and Asuka. Um, <clears throat> and that leads me into uh, my next topic, which is the Monday Night Raw match between uh, Nia Jax and Asuka. And like I said, I'm a big Asuka fan. I love watching her wrestle. I mean, she's lethal. She's one of the most lethal strikers in the ring, period. Um, and to see her go against Nia Jax, uh, who I'm also a big fan of Nia Jax. Um, she's just, I mean, she's just a monster. She just dominates. Um, but to see how the smaller, quicker Asuka would handle herself against the bigger, stronger Nia Jax was just really interesting to me. And um, I felt like Asuka did what you're supposed to do. Hey, I'm not going to try to battle uh, strength with you. I'm going to use my speed and my quickness and my striking ability to try to catch you off guard and take you down. And a few times Nia Jax caught her and was able to, you know, do a pretty uh, powerful move on her. But Oscar kept coming back and she really uh, outsmarted her because she's a, um, she's a submission specialist. Um, let's not forget that. <laughs> so she was coming with, uh, you know, knee locks and arm locks and just out the wazoo because that's her specialty. She, the only thing that was hurting her was is that Nia Jax is so much bigger and it was harder for her to try to maneuver her to get her into these submission holds. But it was like when, the few times she got her, once she got her, she had it locked in real good. It's like she's used to wrestlers her size you know I'm, I don't know what her her stats are as far as measurements or, or you know like but looking at it, I think Nia Jax is probably like about 5'8", 5'9", so Asuka is probably like about 5'5", 5'3", or 5'5", or something like that I'm just guessing but um yeah it's like she Oscar's used to somebody like Alexa Bliss, where if she hops on her back and grabs her arm and flips her over, she's gonna flip. Nia Jax is not gonna flip, <laughs> and um, yeah, so she basically ended up outsmarting her. Uh, Nia, it looked like Nia Jax had her, um, and I don't know what Nia Jax had in mind when she grabbed her outside the ring and she started climbing up the uh, steel steps. But I was like, whatever it is, it's going to be lethal. And Oscar outsmarted her. And uh, she kicked her in the back of her left leg, uh, swept her feet from under her, and Naya landed on the steel steps, uh, hitting her knee on the steps and on the side of the ring, hurting her knee. Then she falls off the steps, and that further hurting her knee. She couldn't continue. The match ended 
because uh, she got injured and couldn't continue. But I've seen on Instagram since then that she's back in the gym trying to get ready for the Royal Rumble. So she's not out of commission. She just couldn't continue in the match. So uh, by default, Oscar won the match. I really would like to see the two of them go at it again and uh, see who, who comes out on top. Can Would, would have Nia Jax not gotten injured? Would she have ended Oscar's undefeated streak? That's interesting. I really would have loved to see that. So I hope they have a rematch for those two uh, in the makers down the road somewhere. So this is your boy Damo with the Outsider's Edge. Stay tuned. And we're back again with the Outsider's Edge. This is your boy Damo from Trackstar Sports here on Anchor. And um, just want to hit uh, two topics real quick. Um, uh, first, uh, being uh, going back to Monday Night Raw, the uh, main event for Monday Night Raw, which was uh, Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. Um, I know they've got the storyline going where Finn Balor is back with the Balor Club again uh, uh, with Anderson and Gallows and they've got that thing going um, I can see that they're probably going to line up a uh, I don't know I mean it depends on how long they want to stretch the storyline out um, maybe a battle against the Shield but not the Shield with Jason Jordan replacing Dean Ambrose. Like, I just don't want to see that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if uh, Dean Ambrose can come back, I don't know, maybe the Balor Club against the Shield is something that could be down the line. Because I see that they're kind of bringing back the fact that um, Finn Balor is historically the first ever WWE Universal Champion, and the only reason he didn't have didn't keep the title is because he got injured the night that he won it. So to bring back that match again to see him against Seth Rollins uh, was really good, really awesome match. Um, I really, in my honest opinion, I thought Finn Balor was going to win that match um, if it hadn't been for the help of Jason Jordan. Um. Yeah, I don't think Seth would have won that match. I think Finn. I think Finn had kind of has his number, and um, so I and and I didn't really see the whole point. Well, I mean, I see it, but I don't see it. Like I see that he had the club with him when he came down to the ring. I didn't really think that was necessary, but um, but it's like I can see, could see what they were trying to do there. It just kind of played into the whole story of the night. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, I can see that that I can see that being a possible rivalry going on now. Seth uh, won the match with the curb stomp, which they made it seem like <laughs> like Finn was hurt pretty bad because uh, he couldn't get up on his own when the match was over. But obviously he's okay because he wrestled the next night in the mix in the mixed tag match with Sasha Banks. And he looked perfectly fine. So, but we'll see where that storyline goes over the coming weeks. Then also, um, um, and I did a drop for this uh, uh, the other day. Uh, my man, Bill Goldberg, uh, has been announced this week. He will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame at WrestleMania 34. 
Um, excited about that. Um, shout out to Bill Goldberg. He's, um, like I said the other day, as a kid, my favorite wrestler was definitely Hulk Hogan. I would say as an adult or going into adulthood, my favorite wrestler was Bill Goldberg. Um, he was just a phenom in the ring. Even coming back at the age of 50, I mean, he looked better than some 20-year-olds I know <laughs> at, at the age of 50. So shout out to Bill Goldberg. He's being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame uh, this year at WrestleMania. So excited about that. This is your boy Damo with the Outsider's Edge. Stay tuned. I want to tell you all a short story. A short story with a happy ending. You see, a beast and a machine met a monster at the Royal Rumble. And the last one standing was the monster among men. And he became the new Universal Champion. It could have been a lot worse. Listen, Braun, you create an unsafe working environment. I'm in charge of every WWE superstar and every backstage employee. What if they get caught in the crossfire? I look at it this way. You do your job. I did mine last week. But that's the point, that's the point. You didn't do your job. This is Monday Night Raw. We settle things in the ring. Not backstage with some grappling hook. That's the thing you don't get, Kurt. I do what I want, when I want, and how I want. If I want to walk into Suplex City and rip the walls down, that's what I'll do. If I want to kick the door into hell, 
that's what I'll do. And at the Royal Rumble, if I want to be Universal Champion, I will. You're just lucky that Brock and Kane are still able to compete in the championship match. But unfortunately, it's not going to be a triple threat match anymore. As a matter of fact, you're not going to compete at all. Braun Strowman. You're fired. back again with the outsider's edge here on anchor fm for track star sports this is your boy demo that clip was from monday night raw the monster among men went ballistic because <laughs> uh you know uh last week on monday night raw uh, uh brock lesnar came out to do his promo for the universal title match Kane uh, comes out and uh, Brock Lesnar and Kane get into it. That fight goes backstage. When they get backstage, Braun Strowman uh, gets involved and basically decimates the both of them. And then Braun Strowman does one of the craziest things I've ever seen. He goes into one of the uh, cases of equipment and finds a grappling hook. <laughs> he he hooks the grappling hook uh, to one of the scaffolds backstage and pulls it down on Kane and Brock Lesnar, um, which in turn leads to this confrontation with Kurt Angle this past Monday, and Kurt Angle fires him. Then. Um, later on that night because Braun Strowman goes on a rampage and goes backstage and starts just beating up everybody and wrecking everything backstage then that leads to this right here stop listen to me I call off the cops Stephanie McMahon just called and she has rehired you so you're not fired okay you're not fired you're still in the championship match just let Michael Cole go. Yeah, so <laughs> that basically happens, <laughs> which is crazy. I was like, they're not really going to fire Braun Strowman. I did that when he fired him. Like, he's not really fired. <laughs> like, it's Braun Strowman. It's the monster of young men. He's got a t-shirt. You're not firing him. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, but Braun Strowman basically, I mean, he literally went on a rampage. And he was beating up any and everybody in his path. Security tried to walk him out. He ended up beating up security. There was only one guy on the security team who was even close to as big as him. And he was the first one he went after. <laughs> so, <laughs> Braun Strowman takes out the whole security team. They're supposed to be escorting him out. And, um, 
Yeah, basically, uh, he goes to the office space that Kurt Angle is occupying. Fortunate for Kurt Angle, he wasn't back there. He wrecked all of Kurt Angle's furniture uh, in the room. It could have been Kurt Angle, but it wasn't. Um, he goes into the cafeteria area, beats up all the superstars back there. I mean, he just went all over the arena, just beating up everybody until this moment where he uh, grabbed Michael Cole, in which Michael Cole ended up not being able to commentate the rest of the night and throws him on the uh, the team of security with Kurt Angle. So, I don't know about you. I'm excited about this triple threat match. I, I can't wait until the Royal Rumble to see this match. <clears throat> I mean, it's just <laughs> the build-up for it is just off the chain. Um, I'm eager to see what type of shape Kane and Brock Lesnar are going to be in when they come back. I mean, they're like you said, the match is still on. I mean, it was going to be a one-on-one match until he got rehired. So I don't know. Uh, let's see what happens. Let's hear from you. You guys call in, call in on any of the topics uh, that we brought up on tonight. This is your boy Damo with the Outsiders Edge. Stay tuned. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Damo. We are back again with the Outsiders Edge. Your WWE correspondent for Trackstar Sports here on Anchor.fm. Um, uh, this is last but definitely not least. This is not uh, WWE related at all. Um, <clears throat> um, usually when we have a holiday, I would like to start off acknowledging the holiday, but I wanted to do this last because uh, I wanted to do this just a little different. Um, on Monday, we celebrated uh, the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, I believe this would have been his 89th birthday um, if he was still alive. So to everyone, I want to say happy MLK Day. Um, a lot of the, the liberties and the freedoms that we live in now are because of the work and labor of this man while he was alive and those who were with him his family, his friends, his counterparts whomever who assisted him uh, in the civil rights movement Um, this was not just the mere effort of a man Um, this was a this was a man of God, this was a man led by the spirit of God Uh, the civil rights movement was not just a man coming up with a good idea. It was something that was breathed and inspired by God. And this man being filled with the Holy Spirit was moved by God to start this movement that would flip the world upside down. And I just want to say that to to Dr. King, to his family, um, to everyone who was associated with him, with him that helped him. I'm most grateful for the work of this man. I'm I'm grateful that he was open and obedient to the spirit of Christ uh, to allow him to use him even unto death. And like Christ, his death would be life to so many others that would come after him. Um, and I truly thank God uh, for the work of Dr. King and um, if you ever get a chance, if you haven't, definitely go back and listen to some of his sermons and his speeches. He spoke timeless truths 
um, you can listen to them now, especially with a lot of the turmoil that, that's been going on in this nation over the last few years. Uh, uh, just a lot of racial tension. His words ring true. It sounds like he's talking about 2018 and not the 60s. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely go back and, and listen to his words. They're powerful. It's timeless truth. So I just wanted to end this broadcast with um, with some words from Dr. King. So um, in light fashion, before I do that, if you don't already follow us on social media um, at Trackstar Sports um, on Facebook, Trackstar Sports, uh, Trackstar underscore sports on Instagram uh, at Trackstar Sports on Twitter. Uh, at Debate Fuel on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, we're talking all things sports, WWE, NFL, NBA, MLB, whatever. We're talking all things sports. But um, also, uh, just keep in mind that it's not all just about sports. Um, it's also about touching people with the love of Christ. And I believe that that was something that definitely rings true when you hear the words of dr king this is your boy demo for track star sports i'm out this is the most important and crucial period of your lives for what you do now and what you decide now at this age may well determine which way your life shall go and the question is whether you have a proper a solid and a sound blueprint. And I want to suggest some of the things that should be in your life's blueprint. Number one in your life's blueprint should be a deep belief in your own dignity, your own worth, and your own somebodyness. Don't allow anybody to make you feel that you are nobody. Always feel that you count always feel that you have worth and always feel that your life has ultimate significance. Secondly, in your life's blueprint, you must have as a basic principle the determination to achieve excellence in your various fields of endeavor. You're going to be deciding as the days and the years unfold what you will do in life, what your life's work will be. Once you discover what it will be, set out to do it, and to do it well. Be a bush if you can't be a tree. If you can't be a highway, just be a trail. If you can't be the sun, be a star. Or is it by size that you win or you fail? Be the best of whatever you are. Finally, in your life's blueprint, must be a commitment to the eternal principles of beauty, love, and justice. Well, life for none of us has been a crystal star. We must keep moving. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving.